As we move through spring, and we're now, of course, into summer, allergies are something that many have to deal with. Well, how does one tell the difference between allergies and COVID-19? Well, I'm joined now by the co-owner of Farmers Save Orchards Walk in Valley View, and he's also a pharmacist there as well, Kim Winters. Kim, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Now, what is making this allergy season out of the ordinary, of course, is, is these symptoms, I guess, that many people can feel when it comes to allergies can overlap a little bit with COVID-19. Have you been dealing with people who've kind of come in with, with potential COVID-19 symptoms, but really it's just allergies? Have you had people coming in and asking a lot of these types of questions so far? We, we have. We've had people approach us, um, as, as you mentioned, allergy season is upon us and it's weather dependent it starts very early in british columbia as early as january february when the trees start releasing their pollen so it's a chronic condition people probably 12 million canadians experience allergy symptoms and uh covid19 obviously is a, a new phenomenon and challenge in 2020 but some of the symptoms do overlap and people are concerned and, and try to differentiate between them. Um, allergies, uh, common allergies and COVID symptoms can include congestion, um, a loss of smell, especially at the start of the COVID piece of things, uh, runny nose and those kinds of things. Um, I guess we could focus on key differentiating indicators, allergies, two strong indicators that would suggest allergies. If you've had springtime allergies before and you're used to it being time to the release of the pollen from the trees, for example, um, and itch. If itch is a prominent component of your symptoms, that's uh, perhaps a sign of allergies versus COVID. Key symptoms of COVID that uh, are not necessarily linked or haven't been shown to be involved with COVID-19 include things like fever, which affects 44 to 98% of people with COVID symptoms, a cough that's usually dry, um, that affects 46 to 82% of COVID uh, people, and a shortness of breath at onset, which affects about a third of them. Um, now, the cough piece can be a little bit tricky because if you have bad enough congestion, you get what's called a post-nasal drip, and uh, that can cause a, a productive cough. And so you have to you have to kind of tease out whether the cough is dry or, or productive. And again, back to have you experienced seasonal allergies before. So when, when people come in with some of these symptoms, when they come in to, to PharmaSave there, like what, what do you normally tell people? Do you kind of go through um, like a questionnaire with them? Do you immediately say, well, don't come in here, go get tested? What is sort of your message to people who maybe come in with some of these questions? Well, I think that's a great question. Um, obviously, you know, we want to make sure that they're safe and, and get managed and get the attention they require. We're also trying to protect other clients as well as the staff. So uh, we encourage people to um, be familiar with the key indicators of which differentiate between allergies and perhaps symptoms of COVID. So we we would strongly encourage people to go to our uh, pharmasafe.com website. There's a handy comparison chart on allergies and COVID-19 symptoms, as well as information and links uh, regarding COVID-19, including self-assessment tools and how to get your medications if you have symptoms or have been told to self-isolate. 
if people present to the store, one of the one of the key questions uh, around um, their symptoms and what they're experiencing is around the fever piece. If they're actively feverish, um, we would redirect them to call eight one one and uh, get set up for an appointment with the appropriate medical. Personnel. Right. Um, now, uh, have you had a, a lot of people, I guess, come in with, with these concerns? Like, you, you've talked a little bit how you have had people come in, but how common is it? Are you seeing a lot of people with, with a lot of COVID-related questions on a daily basis? Uh, initially, we were flooded because there was, was and COVID-19 still evolving. We're still learning. Uh, yesterday, um, there's publications around people uh, that are asymptomatic, not experiencing any symptoms that have that have had and contracted COVID, and not mounting uh, a sustained antibody response. Um, so the information is changing daily. So we also encourage people to reach out to their pharmacies, pharmacists, come and see Cam and I. We're available to help with any concerns or questions, not only around COVID, but any of your conditions or needs. Um, we're here to help. We we got flooded early on with a lot of concerns, correctly, and and information was changing. Recommendations from experts were changing as we were all learning, and uh, as as this pandemic was developing, um, it's it's still ongoing. Uh, there's a resurgence in many countries and many states, and uh, it's not gone away. It's not it's not as overwhelming as it was a couple of months ago, but it, uh, as, as things evolve and information changes to us and for us, um, there's still lots of great questions and concerns. Um, I know too, Kim, uh, just while I have you here, uh, when the pandemic kind of first hit, there was a lot of issues around people um, filling their prescriptions and trying to, you know, fill it out for their full 60-day timeline uh, if possible. Um, but there was some also some issues with that. I believe there was a limit put on there for a while of you could only get 30 days of your prescription because there was some concern about drug supply, given that so many people were trying to fill their supplies in case, you know, they were going to be stuck at home for any period of time. Um, have you seen, I guess, a drop-off in people maybe coming in to fill up in bulk? Has that sort of died down compared to how it was in the past? Another great question, Jeff. So at the beginning, you know, people were concerned and medications, uh, you know, for chronic conditions are are vital and people wanted access and, and wanted to ensure that their continuity of care was provided. We at Pharmacies here never limited uh, regular prescription things. Things like inhalers, we would restrict people to a, a single inhaler because we wanted to make sure we could look after everyone. Mm-hmm. And our our supply chain uh, experienced challenges around some of the medications, but the ones, the chronic stuff for blood pressure and diabetes and things that weren't respiratory related, um, like inhalers. Uh, we we provided the full 90 days throughout this. Okay, perfect. We, 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 did, we did try to make sure that we had an adequate stock and supply for anyone who required it for things that were limited in, in their quantities, such as inhalers.
Awesome. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have for you today here, Kim. Is there any other things that, uh, you know, you've noticed throughout COVID-19 that, you know, maybe you didn't see prior to this? Is there any, like, other issues that a pharmacy has had to deal with over these past three, four months that typically wouldn't come up on a normal day? I, I think, as we're all aware, social distancing is very important we, we can rename it and probably should to physical distancing so there's been some challenges there with people that are just we're um we are communal by nature and uh we like to be close to each other and uh there's been some challenges really adjusting our behaviors around that um, but we've been able to adapt and accommodate and, and i think as, as we go forward, we're all learning together and trying to support one another, and um, we'll continue to do so. Well, Kim, I think there's some valuable information there for people, especially people who do have, you know, maybe a, a quick allergy that maybe it's popped up. They're not used to, you know, seeing it on a necessarily an annual basis for whatever reason. And maybe they're all of a sudden think they have COVID-19, but maybe they need to take an extra step or an extra second to think and, and, and double check and take that questionnaire and, and make sure that they know what they have. But uh, yeah, I think this is good information. So thanks so much for the time here, Kim. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for the call, Jeff. You take care and have a great day. That is the co-owner of Orchards Walk Pharmasave in Valview. He's also a pharmacist there as well, Kim Winters. And just to kind of go back, I mean, there is some some talk about sort of what people should look at, right? Is this allergies? Is this COVID-19? And of course, we're not dealing with this right now, but once we get around to September, October, and we start to see the flu bug pop back up, what's the difference there? Again, well, experts note that the flu, coronavirus, and allergies all do have different symptoms. The main symptom of COVID-19 is fever, tiredness, cough, and shortness of breath. Allergies have more chronic symptoms, which include sneezing, wheezing, and coughing, while the flu has symptoms similar to COVID-19, such as fever and body aches, but the flu usually does not cause shortness of breath. So there's a few things that you can kind of use as indicators in there to decide what you might have. But of course, stay home if you're sick in any way, shape, or form. And uh, if you are worried about it, give 811 a call and hopefully they can set something up for you and, and be able to uh, figure out how to go about getting you a COVID-19 test because of course it is always better safe than sorry.